until you tire of me. Tis the way of it usually, isn't it, my lord? Mara spoke softly, as she casually straightened the bodice of her robe. Well, I think we'll be changing rules this time, for I've tired first of your pathetic attempts at lovemaking. Tired of me? Julian mumbled, a bewildered frown marring his smooth brow. Mara's golden eyes flickered over him in disinterest. He was a young man, not more than one and twenty, tall and broad-shouldered in his superbly cut blue-striped trousers and matching waistcoat. His frock coat was of a contrasting color, and his pale blue silk scarf was casually tied and held with a gold tie-pin that reflected his gold hair. His face, now flushed with emotion, was usually tanned and smiling. It was the boyishly handsome face of a sporting gentleman of London. A cruel light lit Mara's eyes as she said, Indeed, I'm wondering how it is I didn't grow bored with you sooner. What with your constant chatter of horses, hounds, and racetrack meetings? Julian's lips trembled slightly. You tease me, Mara. Perhaps you are not satisfied with my devotion so far. But this should convince you of my sincerity and help you make up your mind, he said with the confidence of a handsome and rich young man who had always gotten what he wanted out of life. He withdrew a thin leather case from his coat pocket and held it out to her. When she made no attempt to accept his proffered gift, he snapped it open to reveal a necklace and earrings of blood-red rubies. They would go well with your coloring, Julian spoke persuasively. And Mara, there will be more to come. My mistresses have never had reason to complain about neglect in either trinkets or in my attentions. For the first time, Mara's eyes warmed with emotion reminding Julian of the golden flame of autumn leaves. Mistaking the glow for pleasure, he held his gift out to her again, only to have it knocked from his hand. The case hit the floor, the rubies spilling out against the rug like bloodstains. Mara! Mara! she mimicked. How I loathe the sound of my name on your lips! You arrogant, pompous fool! To think you could buy me! How does it feel, Julian? to know that I've been laughing at you all this time. Mara stepped closer, knowing her fragrance floated between them as she rubbed the back of her hand against his fiery cheek. Poor little rich lord, having to face disappointment for once in his pampered life. You've had too much of a good thing, Julian. Vous êtes un enfant gâté, she ridiculed him, remembering that he had a French mother. I'm afraid I've had to punish you for it. Julian backed away from her as though he had been struck. He stared down at her beautiful face, his wide blue eyes dazed. He could not have been more surprised had his pet spaniel turned into a viper before his eyes. I love you, Mara, he whispered. Love? Mara laughed in genuine amusement. You don't even know the meaning of love. Lust is all you and your kind know about. It was an act. You were leading me on, laughing at me while I kissed you and told you how much I loved you. His pained expression and choked voice might have softened Mara, had she not at that moment caught sight of the ruby necklace glowing up at her, reminding her of her purpose. You were so gullible, it was almost pitiable the way you drooled over the slightest attention I gave you. Did you never wonder why some days I would scarcely glance your way, even though you would try so gallantly to catch my eye? To be sure, you acted the besotted fool better than I've ever seen it played. How you'd tremble when I would accidentally touch your hand or whisper in your ear some amusing piece of gossip. But don't feel too bad. You're among good company. 
I've lured better and far wiser men than you into believing they could have what they wanted of me, Mara said with a smile of remembrance on her lips. They all suffered the same fate you did. Stop, Julian moaned and pressed his fingers against his temples. I can bear no more. Julian opened his eyes and the tears trickled down his cheeks, wounded love lingering on his face. He swallowed painfully. I loved you, Mara. I truly, he began, then uttering a low moan, he turned and stumbled from the room. Mara stared at the closed door for a moment before she turned. Her foot struck something, and looking down, she saw the ruby necklace. Could just as easily be the young gent's blood, a voice commented behind her. No one was asking for your opinion, Jamie, Mara retorted. Aye, that be for sure, and a shame tis ye don't. He could be used.